Welcome to Healthcare Beat, a healthcare podcast brought to you by Seifroth Shaw's cross-disciplinary healthcare team. Each beat will focus on key industry trends and the latest developments while identifying practical takeaways for those in this space. I'm Adam Lawton, partner in Seifroth's corporate department and host of Healthcare Beat. Let's jump in. Today, we continue our special series focused on CIFAR's recently released publication, The Future of Healthcare in the United States, What a Post-Pandemic Healthcare System Could Look Like. As listeners may know, this is the second edition of our Healthcare Group's signature piece and provides updates and insights into what the post-pandemic world may look like for the healthcare industry. If you haven't seen a copy yet, be sure to reach out. And in the meantime... Today, we're lucky enough to be joined by two guests, Chris DeMeo from our Houston office and Cindy Mitchell in the New York office. They are the authors of Chapter 6 of the treatise about nursing homes and long-term care facilities. Chris and Cindy, welcome to Healthcare Beat series on the future of the healthcare in the United States. Chris, let's start with you. Could you give our listeners a brief summary of the chapter? Sure. And thanks, Adam. I know I speak for Cindy and myself, and I say we are happy to be with you here today. In this chapter, Cindy and I tackle five pressing issues for the senior and long-term care sector. Legislative initiatives, federal enforcement priorities, liability, vaccine protocols, and new delivery models. As you might expect, COVID is the dominant thread running through all these issues. This sector has been a focal point for the pandemic, and that is going to continue into the foreseeable future. And Cindy, with your experience and the folks that you're talking to, what are the lasting effects that are anticipated for the pandemic to have on nursing facilities and long-term care? Thanks, Adam. As Chris said, this sector has been a focal point for the pandemic, and that's definitely going to continue into the foreseeable future. As we know, this was one of the sectors that was the hardest hit, which comes as no surprise as the congregate setting and the vulnerable patient population were two of the highest risk factors that we faced in the spread of this virus. I think three main areas are where we're going to see some long lasting effects, litigation, vaccine protocols, and the services that will be provided and continuing to be provided by these providers. In regards to litigation, we'll see lasting effects arising from all the different changes to the policies and legislation that have been passed over the past year and a half, both at the federal and the state level. Much of this new legislation is aimed at helping the industry to recover and to implement safety measures through federal and state funds and through increased oversight. With the provision of additional government funds and increased oversight, there's likely also going to be an increase in enforcement actions, for example, such as matters relating to payment and certification. We'll also see some increased litigation surrounding the immunity that has been passed and provided to providers. We'll see that claims being brought to test and provide clarity around the boundaries of these new laws. And we're going to see differences in the nature of the claims themselves. They've already changed. Instead of claims due to the action of individual caregivers, we're seeing claims that where the subject is the higher level administrative decisions regarding the facility's countermeasures and responses. In addition, I think we'll expect to see this sector stay in the front and center of the ongoing battle regarding the mandates requiring proof of vaccination by visitors, by their service providers, and by employees as a condition to employment. Employment in general is going to be a big factor as this industry is battling industry-wide staffing shortages, things which can be linked to factors such as fear from being on the front lines of the pandemic, burnout syndrome from being overworked, and these vaccine mandates. Finally, I think the pandemic has helped the uh, industry recharacterize itself a bit as a provider of healthcare services first and foremost. So in that regard, we're going to continue to see changes too and an increase in the provision of clinical services that these facilities are offering. Chris, 
Are there any specific legal considerations or actions that we're recommending that healthcare organizations be aware of or be thinking about right now? Well, right now, the issue at the top of everybody's mind is vaccination. You know, employers everywhere are faced with conflicting laws and guidance at the federal and state level as to what they can do and what they can't do. As anyone who's following the news or social media knows, the scrutiny on on this issue has enhanced exponentially beyond anybody's expectations. And the senior living and the long-term care providers are doubly challenged because, as Cindy had mentioned earlier, they have this congregate setting and this vulnerable population. So the issue is not just dealing with their employees, but dealing with their residents. They have a duty to their residents to make sure they have a safe environment. So in this regard, the facilities are torn between creating a safe environment and losing nurses and other staff, which, as Cindy also mentioned, are in desperately short supply right now, which creates another quality of care issue if you're understaffed. And so that's the main legal issue at the top of everybody's mind right now. What is the federal mandate through federal contractors and CMS mean? What do the various state executive orders and legislative enactments mean in this regard? And, and how can you comply and still keep a robust workforce? Related to this is the immunity protections that Cindy also mentioned at both the federal and state level, which unfortunately the early returns show are not as protective as everyone hoped initially. And then layered around the entire vaccine issue is information privacy. These providers are used to being under HIPAA you as providers and maybe some of those that are getting into the more clinical side of things, as Cindy mentioned, are going to have to comply with HIPAA. But maintaining this information on your employees and on visitors, on vendors, creates a whole new security regime that, that these facilities are going to have to keep in mind. And so... These facilities are going to need a comprehensive vaccine strategy that, that addresses the complying with the mandates that is amenable to the employment, to the, the greatest good for the greatest number, is satisfactory from an information privacy standpoint and allows the facility to continue to render that standard level of care that they're required to do under the law. And of course, as with any policy, communication is just as important as developing the policy itself. And so that's really what these, the long-term care industry is, is focused on right now, which in a way is no different than anyone else. And Cindy, just in wrapping up, maybe if you could distill this chapter down into two or three important takeaways for either readers or people who are just coming to this podcast and maybe are thinking about reading the chapter, what would you say those takeaways are? I think the key takeaway is that this sector is continuing to respond to the impact and the lessons learned by the virus. There's still a lot to be learned, but it's clear that the providers are prioritizing the health and welfare of their residents and their staff. They're increasing clinical services being offered at the facility. They're developing vaccination protocols, as Chris just discussed. And they're focusing on high-level administrative response plans to be prepared in the future. So we're going to continue to see more changes as the industry works to recover and stabilize. But that's what we're seeing now. And I think uh, stay tuned is the most important takeaway. I'd like to thank Cindy and Chris for joining me today. We certainly appreciate their sharing their time and insight and expertise with us. 
And thank you for joining us for another edition of CyberArts Healthcare Beat Podcast, bringing you the latest developments and pressing issues in healthcare. So you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to visit CyberArts.com where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star rating and share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue our Future of Healthcare in the United States series, where we'll feature key takeaways from another chapter in our publication. 